of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards us. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. Yes, Glory, hallelujah. the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. Semen. Yeah, all kinds of bodily fluids. I, things I can't even really make sense of. So you had an interesting morning. Yeah, I'm going to try and switch off a speakerphone and just go straight directly into the phone. <clears throat> That'd be good. I think that might have a better sound quality. It just might. So, um, you're alive. I'm alive. You're alive. Um craziness going on um with the uh the pandemic as it's being called uh well it's not a cute little name that's that's the actual name of what's going on that's what it is i don't know dan seems like a whole lot of uh hocus pocus to me seems like a uh a hoax uh that was created in order to uh destroy the presidency of fewer donald trump yeah, you're right. I mean, that poor guy, he can't get a break. And now, obviously, liberal Democrats have come up with a virus that's basically just a cold virus. And they're shutting down cities and, and making President Trump, that's his name, right? Trump? I believe so, yeah. Um, look bad. It's not his fault. He's perfect. And that's, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, did you... Did you by any chance hear? Wow, I don't know what that was that came out of me, but it was not of this earth. Jesus, did you did you hear about his uh, what he said to the the reporter that simply asked him, "What do you say to people that are listening to you at home and are scared?" Uh, he made fun of her, right? Him. He he said, "You, I tell them that you're a terrible reporter and you are fake news." After being asked a simple question, what do you say to the families that are listening to you at home and that are scared? Well, does it matter? Does what matter? It doesn't matter what he says because the people that love him are always going to love him. The people that don't just don't. I mean, it's not a bad point. That's that's true. Um he I just could say whatever he wanted and it wouldn't matter. You're either going to vote for him or you aren't. He's not changing anyone's mind. That's the truth. That's the truth. Um, I've been so, you know, just for our listeners to give them some feelings of hope and, and togetherness. Let's switch gears. What have what have you been doing during the uh, the quarantine, the self quarantine? So basically. I'm eating now, but what I did was, you realize that the grocery stores are out of food. So what I did is I went down to the local food shelters, the shelves, you know, yep, yep. and I just took everything I wanted. 
Yeah, I mean, it's free. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the homeless will get by without, right? Well, they can eat each other. Yes. It's a win-win situation. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, no, but honestly, I've been working. You know, I've I've sent in some deal reports to you so that you can let the listeners hear what's really been going on on the streets. Yeah, because you're still but out that's there. Where I on spend this... most of my time. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, this is uh, Dan from TCFB Studios, and uh, I'm I'm here reporting for Critical Mass podcast. I'm out I'm out here in the real world. And um, there's no sign of life. Everyone is inside. Uh, it's an overcast day, mid-40s. That's Fahrenheit for you uh, out-of-towners. And there's not a soul around. I mean, there's no kids outside. There's no, there's nobody, there's no neighbors, you know, raking leaves. Nothing. Nothing is going on. Hey, Dan, what's up? Fuck. Will you? I'm trying to do something, Gary. Uh, so mostly everyone's uh, not around. It's a ghost town. Um, I'm gonna report back in a while and let you know what's up. Everybody, stay safe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dan here again from. Uh, TCFB Studios. I'm walking the route right now, and uh, I just walked by a swimming pool that is completely boarded up. Uh, It is one of the most eerie scenes I've seen since this whole thing started. Uh, We're in we're basically in day two of quarantine, and uh, like I said before, not not a soul around, but. Honestly, seeing that swimming pool was just like the saddest thing I've ever seen. Completely boarded up, um, you know, the ladders tilted up so no one can walk up it. I mean, what is going on? Will we make it through? That's my question. Okay, guys, talk to you later. As you can hear, Some people are out and about expressing themselves, expressing what freedoms they have, what little is left. The truth is we sit on the verge of a stay-in-place quarantine, making it a, a misdemeanor to be on the streets. All businesses shut down, except for hospitals, urgent care centers, etc. It will be illegal to be on the street traveling walking, riding a bike, driving a car. This is what we're looking at. Yeah, so, day, what is today? Today is Wednesday, uh, March 18th. And I just wanted to say, uh, I, I am a little worried and shocked still at the amount of disbelief um, and overuse of the word panic uh, when it comes to people's interpretation of what's happening. Um, I've, I've spoken to a few people at work, 
and a few people here out on the street that just seem to think what's happening is media driven and um you know hysteria i can't confirm nor deny what is actually happening in the minds and hearts of our fellow citizens it is not my job to do so nor is it my job to interpret what i should do based on their interpretations but all i can tell you is that if we don't have faith in what the cdc and the world health organization are telling us and what our leaders are telling us our governors our local authorities then what society are we living in? Fuck. I don't know if you can hear that. Those are birds chirping. If they only knew. If they only knew. Day 67. It's cold. It's dark. The sun hasn't been up in at least three weeks. We're hungry. We've had to forage new ways of finding food, storing food, keeping food, rationing. Uh, it's scary, and we don't know what to do. And I, I we're just going to have to lead the way of a new world. Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> Y'all take a number seven with cheese. Do you have any extra sauce? Okay. Yeah, we'll make that a large. Thank you. But, yeah, so it's just, uh, it's hell. It's basically hell. Yeah, Dan here again from TCFB Studios. Just a reminder that, you know, we have to stay calm. Uh, and these times, a lot is going on. And if we lose our composure, you know, who are we, really? Get off the fucking road! So that's why I think it's, it's paramount to have a really good temperament when all this is said and done it's those that can remain calm yeah fuck you too it's those that can remain calm that will survive thanks bye yeah dan here again from uh, tcfb studios i'm basically out here not a car in sight I don't know if you can hear that on, on your end, but it is just completely quiet. Not a car around. You want me to put it in the box? You heading out? You gonna get some toilet paper? Head to the store for some white salt toilet paper? I think I got a few feet Do you? Can I tip you with a roll? Yeah, yeah. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. 
Yeah, as you can hear, that guy's clearly lost his mind. He, uh, he was a 37-year-old uh, accountant, and now he's a 82-year-old shut-in with a psychotic dog. It's crazy what this virus does to people. Okay. Okay, yeah, Dan here from uh, TCFB Studios, and uh, I'm out here, and I've just come across a dead hawk. Um, it's obviously a hawk. There's talons. Uh, there's a lot of feathers, and uh, I'm not quite sure what to do with it. Um, I, I did give it a name. I'm not going to tell you because it's personal. Um, Samantha, it, it was a she. She's dead. And, uh, is it odd to name a dead bird? I mean, to some. But, uh, I'm just gonna chop off the, uh, the talon here and fashion a necklace out of it. And use it as a, as a, a token for my ability to survive this. And, um, again, still apocalyptic skies, no one around. Uh, so we're just gonna do what we have to here. Ah! Fuck! I'm fine, I'm fine. A lot of blood, but I'm fine. And, uh, just twist this around. So... And there we have it. A Talon Hawk necklace. Alright. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Okay, it's uh, day 400. Well, at least it feels that way. I've grown a full, thick beard. I may have had one before, but it's like thicker now. You know what I mean? A little bit more gray. I'm at home with three children. The wife, she just went to the store. She left me. No food, nothing. Three kids. I might kill them. I'm heavily, really considering it. And, uh, I just want the world to pray for me. Okay, the children are dead. Um, here's what happened. <laughs> I just wanted to watch the news and they wouldn't stop making noise. So, they're gone. Uh, and I'm gonna have to go on the run now. This might be my last field report for a while. And, uh, goodbye. You're sneezing on mail and oh yeah yep no i just wipe my mouth and my hands with my face or my i wipe my hands and my mouth i can't even say it. i wipe my face with mm -hmm. my hands and then i touch the mail and then i shake people's hands and i throw the mail at them and i yell sure. and scream at them i say get the fuck in your house yeah you know, no i'm like that I think that so. that's I think that that's good, and I think a little reminder for people: going to your friends and partying at your friend's house does not count as quarantine. You need to stop that shit. Yeah. Like I'm seeing I know, pictures. I just, one of my customers had a huge 
party at their house on Saturday night. I'm walking by and there's just like 20 cars in the driveway. And I'm like, yeah, Your cars are going to get the virus. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, dude, these people and it's the young people and, and well, these people are older. They're well, in their sixties. It's, it's funny because everyone, if you look at a lot of the blame, a lot of people are like, well, these millennials are out there partying and it's like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, you need to go after, what do they call now, Generation Z? Yeah, So it's the Gen Z. Gen Z is not listening and going out and partying. Gen, uh, baby boomers are not listening. They're Well, I'm a handshaker, okay? I shake people's hands. They're not listening. Nestled in between are the millennials and Generation X that are like on either side. Guys, are you fucking kidding us? I don't know what we're going to do. Um, I mean, I just set a person on fire yesterday just to watch them burn. It's Sometimes crazy what you this have virus to. is doing to us. Yeah. Well, I went to uh, I went to Wegmans today again um, because I need I need to get out of the house and I need to justify that by shopping for things that we definitely need. Um, okay. So what I decided was things have been rough. Obviously, we we're not going anywhere because of this. We're not we're not going anywhere because we can't. Just because we're going to spread this thing if we have it. Now, luckily, everyone in my house is healthy. I temperature check everyone as they come in. And I mean the people that even live here. Um, I temperature check every couple of hours just to see if anyone has a spike. Um, and so far, so good. No no worries. Um, so I decided I'm going to set up. Uh, we're going to go out on a date tonight. And by go, go out on a date. I mean, I bought a bunch of food to cook a nice dinner, and I'm going to set up the kitchen table as if it's a restaurant, and uh, we're going to dress up, and I'm I'm going to take her on a date in the kitchen. There are wine glasses hanging from my kitchen, and if I bang on them with a knife, they make music. I, I hear that. Now... These are, I think, these are good ideas, though, for the people. Um, you know what I mean? You got to find entertainment in any way that you can, and you're going to have to do that because here in New York State, at least, the governor is talking about a full quarantine. Everybody not allowed to leave their house unless they're going to the grocery store. So the Correct. police may stop you and ask you what you're doing. Exactly. Which I think that we should halt all all work except for essentials, and I think that list should be really parsed. I think that list should be grocery and medical any or, or emer daycares? emergency. Well, daycares, I mean, I guess. Uh, I think that, you know, we should all, uh, I, honestly, and not to be a dick or anything, but I think that the mail should stop for a couple weeks. I mean... I mean uh, the reason I like in the in the matter of health, like I agree, but yes, there's yes. too many people that actually depend on paper checks, and they also depend on their medications. So the mail really can't stop. So you know, it's just people need to be extremely vigilant when they receive something in the mail, whether it's a box or a package or a piece of paper, to Lysol it, spray it down. Assume that it's fucking level 10 toxic, man. You just, when it comes into your house, it's got to be cleaned. 
That's just the way it is, no matter who it is or what it is. I've been waiting every two days to get the mail because they say that it can live on surfaces like that for up to uh, 24 to 48 hours. So I've been letting it sit there. It's cold outside. Um, And then I go and I get the mail. They're saying to do that with your Amazon packages on the porch. Leave them on the porch for two days and then bring them in, Um, you know, because the virus could live up to that long. But um, do you not have Lysol spray? We have uh, a, a half of a can left. Can't find any more, and we are. Oh no! We're rationing it, mostly using it for doorknobs. Yeah, I hear you. Um, do you have any wipes? Uh, again, we got ha- about a half a thing left, and we are wow. rationing it. Um, we got tons of soap though, because you know we already buy soap in bulk, so we just had a lot of it. Um, so that's good. So we've been washing our hands like crazy. Um, and we got plenty of toilet paper because we also already buy toilet paper in bulk. So that's not been really a thing. Um, that's true, too. Most people don't buy six rolls of toilet paper. You know what I mean? Unless, yeah, unless, you know, you're whatever. But I was talking yesterday um, to the Weef, and we were talking about right now how important it is to own property in the U.S. Because... Can you imagine living in an apartment complex right now during this or in some Ugh. in those close quarters? Furthermore, you don't own that building. You don't own that land. So what if shit got really, really bad and they're like, listen, you know, we can't have you people this close to each other. We need to figure something out for you. And you're like, what the fuck? And they're like, you don't own the place. So, you know, see you later. I don't know what to tell you. It's interesting. Yeah, it does suck. I mean, the question is, how well are the maintenance folks cleaning things? And is it really their job to constantly be cleaning door handles and mailboxes and hallway, you know, railings and things like that? Um, I, I do remember when I worked at the one of the local elementary schools for our before and after school program, one of the custodians would go into each classroom at the end of the day with this giant foaming soap yep. and it would sort of spray everywhere yep and then the soap would just sort of disintegrate and it mm-hmm. was basically like a sanitizing yeah yeah i, I why actually... aren't we deploying more of that if that works let's just start doing that everywhere i mean yeah that these are listed under ideas that would be smart um you know and unfortunately i just don't think we live in a, an area of a lot of smart people or at least people that are making smart decisions. but Well, it, I, I'm just surprised. I don't know about you. I'm really shocked and disappointed at the amount of people denying that this is still an issue. Well, yeah, they're, because it doesn't directly affect them. You know, I'm not going to give any names or anything, but it's now official. I know someone who has, who has, who has the coronavirus. Right. I, I specifically know someone who has it. Someone I haven't been in contact with in years, okay? Um, okay. But I know all the same that it, they are one of the people that has been confirmed. Um, yeah. You know, they're a young person. They're going to be fine. They're the uh, from what I'm seeing publicly speaking um, on their end. Um, they are taking the necessary necessary precautions. They likened it to the flu, a really bad flu. But again, this is a young able-bodied person with a strong immune system. Yeah. I mean, it's pneumonia-esque. 
it, it appears like it's pneumonia and in the x-rays you actually can see the slight difference in them but the problem is that even if when someone is a denier and someone they know gets it or even themselves they don't see the major issue they just see it as a cold or a flu they don't they don't see the major pandemic they don't see that it's affecting 40 50 60 70 80 plus year olds and it's killing them at larger numbers if you are and above the, the flu, age- most people are getting the flu are surviving it between ages x y and z but the people that die from the flu are the really elderly and the super super young or the people that don't get their flu shot to be honest with you and that's the thing is we right. don't corona doesn't have a flu shot there is no flu shot for the corona people are like Oh, well, if it's just like the flu, it's not just like the flu because we have a vaccine for the flu. What is it right. that you're missing? Like, I, I guess I, I don't I, I still don't get it. And there was a great meme I found that said, well, I don't understand what the big deal is. Ninety seven percent of people are surviving this thing. And they said, if you had a hundred, if I gave you a hundred Skittles and I said, pick one, but three of them are going to kill you, you're going to stay the fuck away from all hundred Skittles. Right. That's a really good analogy. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. It really, really is. If you think about it, like, okay, let's take away the death factor. Just think about how serious getting a pneumonia like sickness is. You're not doing well. You're at home. You're infecting others. I mean, you're going to lose out on work just as much. So we might as well just say, okay, no one go to work. That way we're not all fucked. Yep. And we'll probably save lives in the meantime. I mean, everybody acts like, okay, it's it's just like the flu. We can deal with the flu. No, no, no. The flu is bad. Yes. The flu is very bad. It has been bad for a long time. Yes. Just because it seems like a normal part of life doesn't make it okay. Exactly. And the fact that now we have a coronavirus on top of that is a serious problem. If we lose, you know, 5% death rate to a flu and then another few percent death rate to the coronavirus, that's a huge fucking percentage. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, it's It's a big one. I know, I know, I don't know this person, but I deliver their mail and they have the, they have the coronavirus. See? Now, this is, this is hearsay based on what other neighbors are telling me. Yeah. But they've quarantined themselves inside their house. And when I go up to their house, I don't touch anything. I wouldn't. I use, I use the mail to actually open the box. Like my hand doesn't touch the box. Yep. And it goes in. So the only part of my body that touches their property is the bottom of my shoe. And, and you know what? And that's good. That's you being safe. You've got three kids at home. You've got a right. wife at home. You've got, and you've got to think about those things. You, you have got to think about those things. But there is a positive to all of this, I think. Um, I posted about this. Critical Masturbators, uh, check our Facebook page. Um, industries, new industries or new businesses that can come out of this. So let's say uh, we're down the road you know, uh, Corona is still a danger, but we have figured out ways to mitigate it for the most part. However, due to this, most people are, are, you know, may stay at home. Most people, it it may change these industries, these go out industries. 
Um, I left an example on our page, VR shopping, where you put on your, your VR goggles and you're inside of Target and you actually walk around Target and you, you pick stuff up and put it in your cart, but you're actually purchasing it. So it'll be shipped to your home. So you, you never leave the house. So you could just you could just go to Target.com and click on particular items and put them in your cart and, and, and make it a day. But what you're saying is the benefit to the VR shopping is that it feels real and it gives your mind something to focus on. Yes, you're up, you're, you're, you're virtually moving around, you're walking around the store, you're looking at sales. Um, I mean, I think VR could be a huge, huge industry right now. For everybody, regardless of the shopping aspect. I mean, just imagine mm-hmm. sitting at home and immersing yourself in a different world altogether. Exactly, exactly. So, Critical Masturbators, let's talk about it. Um, the post is up. Um, leave your thoughts on that post on our Facebook page. Um, what businesses do you think would come out of this? And, hey, maybe this could be your business idea. Maybe this could be something that you pioneer. Maybe you'll be the next uh, Bill Gates of whatever it is you figure out. Um, because this, I think that there's going to be a lot of good that's going to come out of the coronavirus on the other side of it. I do. Yeah. I I was thinking, what if at the end of all this in a few months, all colds, all flu viruses, everything, as far as germ, you know, contamination goes is really cut down. You know what I mean? Because we've spent so much time away from each other. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I think there are going to be added benefits to not being around one another. Dan, I think and so the too. Economy, the economy will boom right back to where it was. You know what I mean? We're just talking about temporary losses. Everyone's going to, what are you going to set yourself on fire because you fucking lost X, Y, and Z in your retirement? Yeah. I mean, unless you're retiring in the next few months, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to go back to the way it was. Yes, exactly. And people need to stop panic shopping. If you could go back to regular shopping for one week, everything will rightfully adjust itself again in terms of. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. But the, the problem is that there's this rumor that the governor is going to shut down the, the state and you're going to have to be quarantined in place. And there's not enough information about it. OK, there's not enough people educating one another on what that truly means. A lot of people haven't even heard that yet. So from our perspective, we're sitting here, the wife and I going, well, if he shuts down the state, what does that mean? Does that mean we can still go to the grocery store? We've learned that it does, in fact, mean that. But even we have in, to look that up. Even in so there Italy, might be though. some people that are hearing this going, holy fuck, I'm going to be quarantined in my house for a month. I can't leave my house. But th- I've got to go grab everything I can. Which comes back to people needing an education and needing the ability to look things up. A simple lookup would show you that even in Italy, where they were shut down the hardest, the Mm -hmm. only two industries that remained open that you were allowed to leave your home for were grocery and anything medical. That's it. Grocery and medical. Nothing more, nothing less. They're not going to... Well, gas stations got to stay open too, right? Think about it. That's true. That's true, but worst comes to worst, I live walking distance, so I'm not. I mean, we filled up our our cars already, and um, we haven't left for a week to go to work because we've been working from home. So you know, uh, uh, twenty dollars of gas has been able to stretch, which is a positive, definitely. But um, but yeah, I mean, really, Dan and I wanted again to reach out to the fans, um, give you a little love. 
Um, you know, Dan wanted to share some of his exploration. Um, I hope you enjoyed those uh, throughout the episode here. Um, Dan, you got anything uh, final to say to these folks? Hunker down, folks. Could be a while. Yeah. We're going to keep doing these episodes. Um, enjoy them. Go past. Go through our past episodes. Um, our buddies over at, uh, they used to be called the Golden Podcast. Apparently, too many people were peeing on them, so they changed their, their podcast name to Insensitive Culture. Um, they threw some shade at us, but they were joking on their last episode. Um, they said, we're, we're going to keep coming to our studio, and we're going to keep recording, unlike some podcasts that shut down for the coronavirus. Oh, beef. And then, beef. Oh, yeah. And then they, uh, they were, of course, they were joking. They said how much they loved us and told everyone to give us a listen. Um, but yeah, let's cut, to, let's cut to two months from now when we're, when we're talking about how they're all dead. You're right. <laughs> so two years later. So, uh, <laughs> announcement, the guys from insensitive culture are all dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, give them a listen, even though they're fucking douchebags, but give them a listen. Um, love their show. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, hashtag Matt and Mia. Genesee Beard Company, and don't forget a towel.com. And your boredom, make sure you check them out. Genesee Beard Company is still fulfilling online orders. So even though you're home, you can still make your beard feel good. And your beard, I mean, let's be honest. Everyone should be growing a beard right now unless you intend on wearing a face mask. In which case, I suggest growing a beard outside of the face mask area. It may look weird, but it's still cool. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. That would be great. I want to see that. Um, All right. Party on, Wayne. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.